0: CREATIVE BRAIN CANDY BY CREATORS
1: FOR CREATORS Holy mother of God. Did you see that?
2: We should hit these assholes with everything we got, sir. Uh, Sir, Mr. President, I know this seems terrible, but let's not be too rash. We should nuke them now, sir. We must establish a line of communication first. Why not set up a town hall?
0: We can get the public's opinion.
2: What do you think marcia
0: kick the crap out of them
2: ladies and gentlemen this could be a cultural misunderstanding
0: yeah maybe to them does mean war
2: we all saw how they reacted to that dove frighten them he did say that we come in peace <laughs> welcome to smoking and drinking in space this is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi and this week we explore the tim burton sci-fi spoof film that's high on its own supply with remarkable visuals but falls flat on the comedy it's 1996's mars attacks but first he's the wannabe casino magnate who will do anything for a buck to my weak-willed president who just wants to give peace a chance it's james how are you
1: doing james I was going to do a Nicholson impression, but it's probably just as terrible as all my other impressions, so fuck it. Uh, I'm glad to be here this week. And he's the guy
2: who's concerned for his grandma puts him in the right place at the right time to turn back an invasion and gives him a platform to promote the teepee life. It's Rob. How you doing, Rob? Teepees are deceptively spacious
1: yeah you know i was gonna say when i was watching this movie last night when when the guy you you know went oh that's the international symbol for donut i'm like fuck that's rob
2: (laughs) it is it really is
1: Uh, before we get into anything else rob can you get me a a a bigger picture of the one you just posted to discord please
3: the the one the one i just picked posted yeah yeah, uh, Let me see if I can find it again. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's, just, it's very
1: on. small, and I'd like to have that blown up and
3: that's framed. That's what she said. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, my God. James,
2: what's happening around CBC this week?
1: Uh, right now, Rob's posting uh, dirty pictures in our Discord that I'm really enjoying. That's what's going on right now. Uh, going on around uh, CBC this week, uh, we're still looking for two. Uh, new podcasters, two podcasters for uh, Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, if you're into video games and you think you have something interesting to say, let us know, creatorbrinkindy.com. Click the apply button. And while you're there, check out the great family of podcasts uh, that we have there, uh, in, in, including, spoiler, they die. Didn't I do them last week?
2: Well, you you promoted them last week. I think you actually gave them a, com- a compliment not too long ago. Why too, did I do so, that again? Yeah. Uh, it was something about extortion, something like that.
1: Uh, yeah, you know what? Listen to anything on Creative Brain Candy except spoiler—they die this week. That'll show them. Uh, <laughs> with there's, there's a lot of things right now. I, I, I can't wait to hear about this later on in the week. Uh, there are a lot of things going on right now in, in the backdrop, in the, in the background, things, the working, the machinations uh, of myself and, and Jason. And I guess maybe, Rob, I don't know. You'll have to stay tuned to find out, but there's a lot of good things coming up. So stay tuned, creativebraincandy.com, or you can just listen to this podcast uh, because we'll tell you all the cool things that are coming up in CBC as they're about to come up. But there are really cool things. And Rob, I am literally rambling at this point, trying to give you a lot of time to find a better, bigger image of the one you posted, and you are failing so hard.
3: They didn't have anything of that one bigger and better. Uh, they had this one though. There you go.
1: It, but is it that that's still the same size as the other one? It's very tiny.
3: Uh, that's what she said.
1: Oh my god, Rob! You got any news for us this week?
3: Um, I do. Do
2: you want to hear it? No, I just asked for absolutely no reason. I just just wanted to know if you had any news. Why are just trying you here to Rob? keep up with your well, day or your week.
1: Right. Gotcha. <laughs> did you well, take a shit this week? We're I real did. that's that's better, Rob. Thank you. I did. Thank you. I
3: did. Um so Hold on, I got to close this tab here. <laughs> Go over to the news tab, not the new tab. Hold on a second. All right. This is news. already the best show ever. Yeah, news, news. Uh, let's see. There is uh reports out there that Henry Cavill um is probably done playing Superman, but that's okay. He is now going to be playing supposedly Commander Shepard in a Mass Effect movie.
1: You know what else he's playing? Uh, Gina Carano's boyfriend. Well,
3: ex-boyfriend. That, dude, that is so old. He was. How do you mean that's her, old? He was her boyfriend a long time ago.
1: No, like people were giving him crap on Twitter. Right. Just
3: because it. they because he used to be a boyfriend of hers. I, you know yeah. what? I, don't, I clicked I don't, on I don't that clickbait and yeah, then I, I read. And I just I was read the like, headline. Oh. Yeah.
1: I, I learned not to click on clickbait a long time ago unless it's you no. posting clickbait in our Discord channel. That clickbait I will click on.
3: Right. Yeah. Awesome.
1: Did anyway, you hear? So, wait, did you hear there's a new Superman? Uh, hold on.
3: Oh, <laughs> no. super, not a new Superman.
1: Yeah. Well, a new he's super going to be black. Girl. Yeah. There's a new Supergirl. No, but this, this is like, wait, so you're going to talk about the new Supergirl and not yeah. the black Superman?
3: There's a black Superman?
1: Oh, my is God. He, how do you not know this? I just said that. It's related like, oh, yeah, to the know.
2: Henry Cavill not doing Superman anymore. Oh,
3: right? Is
1: it? Is it? Yes. Oh, my oh.
3: God. Oh. oh, oh, are you talking about the fact that J.J. Abrams is uh, making a new Superman? Yes. Yeah, and he's, there you are. Um, Jesus, yeah, and he's, well, that's the rumor. Yeah.
1: I'll see it when it's, I, or
2: I'll believe it when I see it.
1: Well, so movies in isn't, the isn't there a comic book? Isn't there a comic book where uh, Superman's black? Um, so there was
2: the death of the Superman series where there were like four different supermen after he died from doomsday and, right. uh, the man of steel, uh, was, was a black man who used to be a steel worker who got superpowers. I didn't yeah. follow it that closely, but yeah.
1: All right. Well, I mean, I, I'm not against it. Like, let's see how this all pans yeah. out. But yeah. Yeah. I'll see. If- I mean, as long as they don't make him kal I don't give a shit. We'll see what happens. What else you got, Rob?
3: Uh, Glad you're informed, Rob. Well, the other thing I've got was that uh, Supergirl has been cast for The Flash. Uh, Sasha uh, Calle, or Calle, if you're like Spanish, I guess. There's two L's. Um, And she she is Hispanic, so that's a little um, departure. Wait, what? What? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's a little bit of a departure. Why? As, uh, we've got a brunette uh, supergirl now instead of a but uh, why? blonde. Um, but I why? don't know. They they went with that. Now, that's not to say that they don't put a blonde wig on her. Who knows? Uh, but the actress themselves is um, not blonde. Uh, and are, the, the, link, the link that I'm going to post has a, uh, a nice little uh, uh, Twitter post. Video of when she was told that she was uh, gonna be supergirl. it's kind of cool. Uh, you know she's like really taken back by it so right she
1: gets taken back yeah and yeah. like good for her congratulations like yeah, but yeah, here, here he, like here's my only problem with that uh, if we were to try to find or if we were if someone were to cast a white person in a traditionally black or Hispanic role, Twitter. and and cancel culture would lose their fucking Mm -hmm. minds Mm -hmm. and instead they're going to celebrate this it's a double standard it's It's called reverse racism it is reverse racism actually 100% is it is the most idiotic uh, thing that I can think of like I hope that she does very well I'm certainly not going to just boycott the movie because they did this I want to see how it all plays out but uh, let's just all be honest with ourselves if this were done in the opposite fashion, people would lose their fucking minds. Uh and so it, it it's honestly just the hypocrisy of Hollywood, uh and just humanity in general. Uh, I'm uh like I'm in a uh, look, this I'm in a pissy mood. Like everybody just get ready for it. Well I'm in a bad well, mood.
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get you in a good mood. You ready? You can give it a
2: shot. All right.
3: February 21st. February 21st, there was an American Airlines flight that was just minding its own business, flying over New Mexico, heading off to its destination, and the crew reported seeing a UFO. Mm. And, you know, that made headlines. That was cool. Made some headlines. But then, but But then then... the FBI (laughs) confirms... That it was an F, uh, UFO. Aliens. Whoa, 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 saying. whoa. Whoa, that's a leap. No, no, I'm not saying it was aliens, but. It was aliens. It was, it was aliens. Yeah, 100%. Okay. I'm okay. i am with you. That's a leap.
2: Unidentified flying object and no, no, aliens no, 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 no. is a leap. Mm-mm.
3: Mm Hey, look. If you need look, any more proof, yeah. I mean, we just watched a documentary for this week about look, aliens.
1: Look. <laughs> let me just let me God. just throw this out here. It's not like this was Delta Airlines, all right, with their drunk pilots. This was American Airlines. This is an upstanding, uh, like these pilots. upstanding airline
2: that has just engines falling off of its planes. Yeah.
1: Look. Look. The pilots are great. The ground crew, not so much. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying like let's let's just take a minute these guys fly thousands of hours right they've seen everything up there when they see something that is not normal they know it's not normal like it, it, you okay, can't but tell me that, not that normal it's not. doesn't mean aliens but you can't tell me it's not extraterrestrial you can't tell me that because i because there's so much evidence that it's, But when you the can't DoD tell me it is out, the dod has said yeah we have extraterrestrial. Uh, no, no, no no no, we,
2: no, 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 no. They yeah. have not said extraterrestrial.
1: They said it might be extraterrestrial. They don't know what it is. <laughs> they didn't say it might
2: be. They didn't say it wasn't they You're right. They didn't say it wasn't. <laughs>
1: uh, well, they didn't say know it what? was
2: and they didn't say it wasn't. So sometimes, it must be.
1: Sometimes, Jason, you got to learn to read between the lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Like what do you? Th- oh, let's just say, let's just say for the sake of argument, let's give Jason a minute here. Okay, it's not, minute. it's not aliens, it's not extraterrestrial. Then what, what is, is it? it? I don't know. Okay, that's well, why it's well, unidentified. It's if if I knew well, what I'm, it was, it wouldn't be unidentified. I am, I am identifying it as extraterrestrial, It's oh, aliens. Okay. That is the most plausible explanation. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's plausible. You're right. <laughs>
1: Watched a movie oh about an alien invasion
2: documentary
3: about documentary, an alien. Right, invasion.
1: and this is—I'm just
3: saying—I don't remember this happening in the '90s, but apparently it did.
1: Rob, you—you oh have—you have put me in a good mood, sir. Like if you would uh, find more of what you were posting earlier, that would put me in a fantastic mood. Oh my goodness! Oh, okay. who's ready for a pod crawl? I'm ready sure. for something. All right, let's do this. We can call it—I
2: don't know—say a pod. Crawl, the pod
1: crawl, pod crawl, pod crawl, pod crawl. Excellent inserted pod crawl. Kind like a space repository full of information.
0: The Martians, having completed their reconnaissance and anus probing mission, return to Mars to report <laughs> that Earth is ripe for an invasion. The Martian fleet head out, but are discovered by the Hubble Space Telescope when it was just browsing the neighborhood, not looking in Martian windows or anything. Honest. The President of America and his top advisors prep the world for their visitors from another planet while planning a welcome reception at the conspiracy capital of the world, Perump, Nevada. The President sends one of his generals out to oversee the reception, and despite the platitudes of peace from the Martian ambassador, a single dove sparks the war between the planets as the Martians disintegrate <laughs> everyone gathered at the reception. It's a dark time for Earth, the President is desperate for peace, but the Martians have only disintegration on their minds. They attack the hallowed institutions that humans hold dear, the halls of Congress, the memorials of Washington, D.C., the casinos of Las Vegas. The president's (laughs) science advisor, and man with an oral fixation, is kidnapped and decepted, and then held captive with a fashion reporter with a dog's body. The invasion goes global, with Martians taking selfies of all the popular sites, the Taj Mahal, Easter Island, Podunk, Kansas. The Martians try and assassinate the president with a fembot but the plan is thwarted when his dog of a press secretary intercepts her first and takes her to the Kennedy Memorial Shag Lounge and Law Library. The president is ushered to the secure bunker, and his top military advisor, General Decker, convinces him to nuke the bastards. However, the plan doesn't work out as the Martians store the nuclear explosion in a space bomb and use it to relieve their glaucoma. <laughs> as the invasion continues, the Martian leader and his guard bust their way into the presidential bunker where they kill everyone but the president. The president, using his power of bullshit, gives a moving speech about the mutual benefits of peace and prosperity, and then has a Martian flag planted where his heart once was. It's not until a lone teenager, concerned with his grandmother's well-being, rushes to the home, and by total happenstance discovers that the Martians can't stand yodeling country music. In a matter of minutes, the boy genius and his grandmother rig up a mobile PA system in the back of his ancient Ford pickup, and blast Slim Whitman up and down the streets of nowhere Kansas. And by some miraculous chance of fate, finds a radio station with that exact Slim Whitman record queued up and ready to go. And it's crazy, but somehow all the radio stations in the world seem to be able to pick up the signal from that small, rural station, including the alien spaceships, and they were all tuned to that frequency. Martian heads explode, Jim Brown survives, and Roll Queen Amidala handing out medals, credits.
2: All right, Mars attacks. So, it's it's... Seems to be just coincidence that this movie came out the same year that Independence Day did, according to Tim Burton. Um, they were in they were in negotiations and talks and writing scripts on this as far back as nineteen ninety-three. So it's not like they were trying to uh hang on to the coattails of, of Independence Day and 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 spoof that. This was actually trying to spoof the nineteen fifties uh Martian invasion movies and uh, just, I, I don't think they did a great job. What? I don't want I think all of the comedy in this movie, like played itself out in the first third of this movie
1: I, that I would agree with. I think it fell flat. in The second half of the movie, it was the same shtick over and over and over. I, I, I don't, I don't disagree that the second half of the movie was not nearly as funny as the first half of the movie.
3: Yeah. But
1: the but overall, I think it's a very funny movie because the first half is really really funny. It's just it it is the same kind of you're like ah again, and then when you start adding some critical thinking into it, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. like it falls apart pretty quick. Well, and I'm
2: I'm going to lay off of the critical thinking because this is a parody movie. This is a spoof movie. It's not supposed to be taken seriously. Though there are some. Inconsistencies okay. in the plot that could have been shored up. There's a, little a bit.
1: whole lot of like when you hear machine gun fire and everyone is carrying around M14 machine
2: yeah. guns. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> like what the carbines? Fuck? Yeah, I'm like, why are they carrying carbines? And I'm hearing machine in gun the 90s. Fire. In, in the, the 90s. 90s. All right. Although I will say Jack Black a svelte. Yeah, a yeah. It was a Man, young, he was, skinny. He was a Black. Skinny yeah. Oh. My wife's like, where's Jack Black? I'm like, there he is. She's like, Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. And that's then she funny got mad thing. at me. Because I just funny kept thing. going. Meh,
3: meh. <laughs> oh my God.
2: Meh, meh, meh.
3: Uh funny funny thing about that, um, so there's a line, uh, you know, when Jack Black's saying goodbye to grandma and uh, she says, Thomas. So that's Jack's first name. She yeah. fucked up. Um, and he just rolled with it, you know, and they kept going with Thomas. And then she was calling on everybody Thomas. I think she was senile. Honestly, I think that was
2: the. I think that, that was, was part of the that joke. was the joke. Yeah,
3: yeah. After she messed up the first time, I don't think that's yeah, accurate. I think, I that, think that was, was just a, part think that was probably the, you know,
2: part of the script.
3: No, I don't think so. You I don't, think she don't, messed don't, up the first so? time, and then they ran with it for the rest of the. Sc- like when the you story. mess up,
1: do you think that it's just like? Do you what, like? I I don't know what you th- I don't know what you're thinking here. Like you do this all the time. Are you senile? Maybe. No, there's no maybe. Possible. (laughs) Find more pictures for me, Rob. All Um,
2: signs point to yes. (laughs) At a point. I I think this movie tried to do way too much. And Uh, I think it suffered for it.
3: Yeah. What was the entire point of Byron Williams and his wife? ex-wife and his kid. Well, that was
1: like the only Nothing. plot, the only plot line in the movie that anybody really cared about him like, getting
3: home to his family.
1: Here's, so here's, here's how I viewed the movie and how I was able to really enjoy it uh, is I, I looked at it as number one uh, in, in the, in 2020, 2021 era uh, pandemic, same as Mars invasion. No one gives a shit, but they, they just keep going on with their lives. And they die when they do it. <laughs> Stay the fuck home and mask up. If you're gonna go outside during alien invasion, maybe try to kill them and not just pretend like everything's gonna be okay. Like it's the same, like that. I equated both of those things. So that was the first thing. I was like, okay, well, this is hilarious because humanity is really this fucking stupid. Please see my comments previous uh, in this episode. And the other thing uh, was that it really nails politics and it nails politicians and like the how, how like sticking your finger in your mouth and holding it up to the wind to see which way it was blowing instead of trying to just do what you should have done in the first place, which was, you know, (laughs) try to stop the try to stop the invasion instead of placating and saying, Oh, we screwed up. It's our fault. Let's, you know, let's, let's try to try to, you know, make friends with the aliens, just shoot her should have been the fucking head and move on. Sure, like yeah. So it, it was a good parody of uh, what I see as uh, politicians. It was a great parody of what I see as um, the academics because I still think that those things uh, happen today. I still think that those, um, like those those parodies, hold true because the academics do think like that. Oh, there's no possible way that they could be wrong about anything. We are the intellectual elite. We know more than everyone else. I, Where the, the, so, the one general is well, going, just shoot him, right? No. Shoot but em. if you look at the if you look at it,
2: it, it it's parodying both ways, right? It, it's taking the extremes of, of politicians who uh, will sway to whatever is blowing in the wind at that point. Uh, it's it's parodying the extreme of that one general who just wants to nuke everything in sight, and it's parodying right. the academic who is way over analyzing everything and coming to conclusions that the data
1: doesn't support. Correct. Which is all still very valid in 2021. I, I I, I don't think, I think that's
2: a little hyperbolic. I don't, I don't think reality kind of tracks that way, but um, it does kind of lean towards that. And that's why the parody is, is as funny as it is.
3: And who's to say that their universal translator was actually translating properly.
2: (laughs) Right, right. <laughs> I mean But I mean that was, was that no was way. part of the joke too, especially whenever they were carrying it across uh Las Vegas uh-huh. and disintegrating people and they were saying, Don't run, don't run.
1: We're your friends. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you're 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 gonna assume that the Universal Translator was was translating correctly and, and that was part of the joke. Right. Which yeah. that was one of the funnier moments in the last half of the movie. And I'm saying one of them because I think there might have been another two.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. Name you probably, it. You, yeah, in the last half of the movie, um, I think DeVito was kind of funny. Like, if you're going to take over the world, you need lawyers.
2: Yeah, I mean that was that was kind of a one line, uh, funny one liner. But I, again, that's that's one of the things that he I was think useless. Yeah, he was he was a useless character. That that's, he was a lawyer. There you go. job. <laughs> the but jump. I think oh, that's, the, that's that's the one jump. of the problems with this movie is it was trying to do too much. It had too many. Too many actors of caliber in this movie, and they were trying to do too much with them in too short of a time.
3: I I don't know
1: if that's true because Jack Nicholson played two characters. So they were saving money
3: somewhere. Again, no use he was useless. Yeah, that that second
2: character, the the casino magnate. Yeah, he was he was there just to introduce Annette Bennings character, and she was only there to Get basically out of the place. Yeah, parody, uh, you know,
1: Greenpeace and and environmentalists. Right. But it's funny that she was parodying them until she saw them attack. And then she's like, no, fuck it. Like, we need to, (laughs) I was wrong. Right.
2: Well, I mean, she saw them attack and disintegrate everybody. She was trying
1: to get the fuck out of Dodge. Wouldn't you? I would have shot back. I would have done the whole Jack Black thing. And then the magazine would have fallen out and I would have been toast. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that it Uh, would have been, that that's going to be my fate when aliens attack.
3: (laughs) But you can put the uh, gun back together in under two minutes.
1: (laughs) Like like that's the thing. Like, it's so funny that he could do that. He has that skill, but he can't, he can't fire the actual weapon. He's not smart enough to make sure that it's locked and loaded. Like it's right. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Um, I, I I'm sorry, I like this movie. I really did. Uh, i I thought that the only thing that didn't really stand up uh, the special effects. And I think that was I think even in nineteen ninety six that was done on purpose.
2: I think so. Ah uh, no, I don't think it was. In fact, they was they were going to go down that path. Burton wanted to do um stop motion animation like he's done in several of his other movies and make it try and parody you know bad uh, special effects but when the budget exploded into 100 million dollars and Warner Brothers didn't want it above 75 million uh they went to Industrial Light and Magic to put a put out a proof of concept and that's what they got with the with the CGI so i think Industrial Light and Magic and i think Warner Brothers Digital also did some of the the background effects i think they they were they were trying to put out good special effects and it was probably halfway so decent. I don't remember Why did it blow? Why did the budget blow up? Because of all the people that they had that were useless? No, no, no. The the special uh. effects were going to be, I mean, when you do stop motion animation, you have to have a lot of animators and it takes a lot of time. And so that's that's a really costly part of that production whereas computer uh, generated graphics even back then was only a fraction of that cost. So the, the animation budget was going to push it way up. Now, that's not to say that the the actors' salaries weren't pushing that budget up, too. I mean, this ended up being oh, no. an $80 million parody movie, which is high for a comedy movie like this.
1: Well, yeah, but, I mean, a lot of these actors died pretty quick. Uh, Michael J. Fox died pretty quick. Uh, who else died? Jack Black died. But he wasn't a big name at the time. You still had to pay them, though. Right, but it's not like they... Like, typically, when you pay an actor, you pay them based on screen time, you, ba- you pay them based on character, you pay them based on their experience and their standing in the community. So, yeah, some of these guys got paid uh, quite a bit, but I can't imagine that... that well, like, Jack Black aside,
2: who, though, I mean, you had Annette Bening, you had Jack Nicholson, you had um, Glenn, Close. Glenn Close, you had Bre- yeah, uh, Pierce, Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, you had Martin Short... You had Michael J. S, Fox. SJP. You had um, Sarah, SJP, Jessica oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. You had uh, uh, Danny uh, yeah, DeVito. Let's no, no, just yeah, a horse face, horse face. Um, Tom Jones. You had Tom Jones. I mean, Tom there were, uh, that's Jones. that's
1: nine. Tom Jones was useless. Uh, that oh, yeah. I will like that was useless. I will agree with that. Danny DeVito was probably useless. They could have got anybody to do that. Well, I think Michael
2: um, J. Fox's character was useless.
1: Agreed. That was useless. They could have they could have ab- absolutely written that out. They, because it was it was supposed to be like this storyline where or the subplot where you know, he's jealous but like but he he died before it could come to anything, so why even have it in there? Right.
2: Yeah, it was just I, and yeah, was or silly. even they could have gotten like a, a lesser known actor for that that role if they wanted to keep that stupid subplot in. I, I didn't like the whole Je- Sarah Jessica Parker, Pierce Brosnan, Michael J. Fox subplot in the first place. I thought it wasted time and wasted energy in the movie. It it, it didn't bring anything to the well, movie.
1: That, or and the, that plot, was, or that the plot. Or the plot. It did his... anything forward.
3: Yeah, that was one of his last movies that he did. That was the, the last old, movie that he did. And, uh, he his last uh, film was uh, "See You Yesterday." He was uh, he had a cameo in that,
1: but uh, okay, but that's a cameo. This is right. A, this was a role. Yeah.
3: Well, yeah. and uh, he started doing voice acting after that.
2: Well, yeah, but he, he and good, he did television Stuart's after little, that too. But this was his, his last film.
3: Yeah, yeah. He stopped. Uh, he stopped uh, doing stuff after that.
2: Yeah. And that's, right. that's uh, probably because of his Parkinson's. It started Parkinson's getting bad around getting this too time. Bad. Yeah.
3: yeah. I do Yeah. Cause, uh, cause right after this, right after Mars attacks, he did uh, spin city.
1: That's right. I remember spin city, Heather Locklear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. super hot. All right. So I, I, I want to bring this up real quick. Uh, and it wasn't me who brought it up. My wife did at the end of the movie when Padme standing there with, with Rob and she says, do you have a boyfriend? My wife went. No, he's too old for you. What? <laughs> well, Padme likes him young. Like she was. Oh, that's right. That's right. year old Anakin,
3: and not. That's, that's good. That's yeah. That's funny. That's right.
2: Yeah. Except
1: that we had to have that explained to us. I'm sorry that you two weren't that quick on the uptake. I kept calling her Padme through the whole movie.
2: Well, and yeah, I mean the the whole her handing out awards was very Queen Amidala ish
1: yep. uh, from the end of the Phantom Menace. I was that's a, I I made that same connection in my head. I'm like, oh well, this is just practice waiting, for in a couple of I years. I was waiting for the uh,
3: for the the uh, close in on a circle thing, you know <laughs> right? The circle the wipe the, <laughs> the circle wipe. Yeah, I know it, it wasn't a circle fade. A circle wipe. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I was just waiting for that, and the credits. And
1: I, I also just. I want to make very clear that if Mars does eventually attack, I mean, we just sent a rover up there. It's got a helicopter. It's doing scientific shit. Like, I don't know what who we're pissing off up there, but when they do inevitably attack, Rob will not be the one to save us. Like, I'm just, I'm throwing that out there. You don't think not so? You don't think Rob no, could save I,
3: us? No, no, no. Because no, I don't have, I don't have any music from the 1920s. I asked That was Rob, uh, the
2: 1950s, but... Uh, Thanks for no, playing. nineteen. <laughs> no, nineteen twenty. No, he recorded that in nineteen fifty something. <laughs> you dipshit.
1: See, uh, no,
2: that that.
3: Okay, fine, whatever. Are you going to argue it, Rob? Well, I'm saying Indian
2: uh, Love Call was from the nineteen twenties. Okay, it may have been written in the nineteen twenties, but Slim Whitman recorded it in the nineteen fifties.
1: Okay, well, and this is reason number one why Rob will not. Save us in the event of a Mars invasion. I Look, I asked Rob for pictures, and I got a grand total of, what, three? Four? I'm trying,
3: I'm trying to be
2: a part of the show today.
1: Why? So Slim
2: Whitman was one-year-old whenever that song was written.
1: <laughs>
2: well, that's
1: uh, good get job, on bro. him. He's got a good voice. Wow, yeah, that one-year-old really, we do got to belt it
2: out. Uh, his single, Indian Love Call, was yeah, written... Um, in the 1950s. Yeah. Let me see if I can find out exactly when,
1: <laughs> Rob,
2: but yeah, he didn't, he just, didn't start his, uh, he didn't start his singing career until the 1950s. Well, All
1: right. So I, I think it's time to let the listeners. In 1952. On the so I've, been, I've been asking Rob to find pictures of Lisa Marie. Lisa Marie is the, uh, actress who played the, uh, Martian. uh the Martian, the, the, that dressed up as a female, uh, and, Martian and, hottie, yep. yeah, the Martian hottie, and and you know, uh, tried to woo <laughs> uh, Martin Short's character, and got into the Kennedy room and into the White House and tried to assassinate the president. Very attractive woman. So here's a fun story about her. She was engaged to Tim Burton. Yeah, for a for, long time, for eight years, eight mm-hmm, eight mm-hmm. years, and then uh, when he met Helena uh, Helena Bottom Carter. On Planet of the Apes, he unceremoniously dumped Lisa Marie. <laughs> yeah.
2: now, she Lisa got Marie revenge.
1: Did. Oh, she <laughs> did. Lisa Marie's very hot. Helena Bonham Carter, very hot. Both of you, call me. Oh, my God. Like, probably separately, because I don't think you like each other, but I'm just saying. Well, you like, could, you could be
2: that person that that brings them back together. You could, you could be oh. the peacemaker. Oh.
1: oh, I will be that person. Absolutely. Yeah. At the same time. Oh, my God. Let's let's make this happen. Like, let's, uh Lisa Marie. I'm sorry I, I wanna... suggested it. Mm, yeah. Now, see, now my mind's in a different place. Anyway, uh so he met Helena Bonham Carter, unceremoniously dumped Lisa Marie. A few years later, Lisa Marie uh, <laughs> auctioned off all those shit that he left yeah. in her house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was very upset. Very upset. Kind of deserve it, dude. You kind of deserve it. Like, if you're engaged for eight years, if you're the woman, look, right now, if you're listening to this podcast and you're a woman and you've been engaged to the same guy for eight years, leave. He's (laughs) never going to marry you. Never. It's just not going to happen. Like, leave now. Don't look back. You can thank me later. I'm just telling you, if the engagement lasts longer than two years, three years tops, there's a problem. Like It's time for you to walk away, cut your losses and just move on. Well, I mean, if if that's what they're wanting, if they if if
2: marriage is their ultimate goal, but I mean, if they're have happy a being woman,
1: engaged then have you met a woman that didn't want marriage?
2: Well, I'm sure there I'm sure yeah. they exist.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they exist. Maybe they do. I don't know. It sounds like a fairy tale. Uh, so, I'm just saying, if you're in a, in an engagement that lasts longer than 36 months, Move on. Like I'm just this is my life advice to you. You're welcome.
2: Is that kind of like if an erection lasts for more than four hours, seek medical attention?
1: (laughs) Or just keep going, baby. They like that too. Oh my god. No, I thought (laughs) that I thought there
2: were some definite plot holes in this in this movie. Like at one point, you know, bullets would affect the the aliens. And then whenever they busted into the president's bunker, suddenly they were impervious to bullets. That was dumb. Okay.
3: Well, they they switched on their uh, bulletproof glass. No,
1: it was (laughs) done for a very specific reason. It was done so that because during the whole movie, I'm like, all right, dead aliens means fucking laser guns that aren't getting used. Why are we not picking up the laser guns and firing them back? Well, they did. So. No, yeah, the two kids were the first one to do it in the White House when the bullets weren't working. And Jim Brown did it at the casino. At, at the end, after bullets weren't working and they didn't have guns to begin with to defend themselves, so he picked up those guns. So again, like when they first invaded and they shot everybody up at the welcome ceremony, nobody was picking up the laser guns uh, and, and firing back.
2: Well, there wasn't
1: anybody left. There
2: was one
3: one running away or getting
1: disintegrated. One of them died. Like that's just it. Jack Black was able to run uh, even at a svelte young age. He was still a little husky, but he was able to fucking run and jump and get to it. One of the uh, carbines that were just laying there. And, and not get shot. So why, why wouldn't he have been able to get to one of the laser guns that was laying there and not get shot?
2: Well, because I don't think, I think there was only like one alien that may have died. Cause they only had one alien that they were able to autopsy. And so that that's one laser gun. But depending on where that alien is, there may have been another bunch of aliens like in wrong. front of him.
1: Yeah. You're not wrong. There were like five aliens that destroyed like killed like, I don't know, hundreds of people. Yeah. <laughs> five of them. Like at that point. It's so overwhelming. Like it's either surrender or nuke them. Like at that, like those are your two options at that point. So I just, but nobody was picking up the laser guns. That was my point. But they, uh, you know, there was some foreshadowing in the movie when the kids were playing that, that video game all the time where they were, where they were shooting aliens. It was like, oh, well, these two kids. It wasn't
3: aliens. It was germs.
1: Was it? Or, they were, pl-
3: yeah, yeah, or microbes or something, yeah. Mm. Okay, it oh, looked
1: like an alien.
3: Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't. It was uh, microbes or something like that uh, eating eating a dude. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, they were shooting. Well, him. So, can I ask both of you this question? Because it just popped into my mind while Rob was talking. Because I typically just tune him out. Um, would either if- one of you hit on Sarah Jessica Parker? No.
2: It uh, depends on the circumstances. No.
1: <laughs> what <laughs> circumstance would you possibly... Wait! 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 You know, wait! 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 Wait, wait!
2: Let me.
3: Yeah, I need to. Refa- I need to redo my answer. <laughs> what? Um. Yes, if she ended up being my sugar mama.
1: Uh, 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 uh. All right. So you'd be in it for the money. Damn straight. Uh, I can respect that, Rob. I can respect yeah. that, Jason. What, mm-hmm. what what circumstance would possibly possess you? I mean, I don't I know. Do um, I mean, even
3: Stone, I have to get to Jeff. Goldberg. Stranded
2: on a desert <laughs> island, lots of rum,
1: kind of situation.
2: No. Any port in a storm?
1: Uh, uh, you know what? All right, lots of rum, sure. All right, I, I guess I can respect that too. But I would just make sure that I'm never in a situation where it would only be her and I stranded on a desert island. Hey, I mean, you can't love wrong. the one
2: you want. Love the one you're with, right?
1: <laughs> Jesus, which one does he want? Because there's there's a
3: lot that yeah. you keep wanting to call you. Who me? Yeah. Oh, all of them.
1: I want a harem. Like, is that not? Is that not very clear at this point? Like all of them. I love them all equally. I think it's called uh, Polly. I think that's. I, I'm not. I'm not sure what the term is. I don't like labels. I don't put labels on things. Yeah, right. <laughs> really? Because I think, I, think,
3: I think your cigar collection would say differently.
1: Oh, those are different kinds of labels, man. Oh, okay. Those are labels so I know what I'm smoking. He,
3: large, veiny,
2: phallic symbols.
1: <laughs> was it just me or
2: did the Martian uh, papers look like strips of condoms?
1: That's what I thought they were. I was like, why are they reading condoms? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like they
3: have no use for them. They had no genitalia. Uh, I'll tell
1: you this: they certainly weren't the uh, Magnum brand. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were they were silver. Yeah, they were very small, very very small, tiny. Rob, what brand was that?
3: I don't know. I don't. Know. I, don't I, didn't, you.
2: I didn't pause it. Uh, I figured you'd know right they... away. Well, what brand do you use? That's what we're asking. Oh, none. <laughs>
1: Jesus, I don't know. I don't know what's happening right now, but I'm kind of okay with it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, and and the whole Deus Ex Machina thing with the with the Slim Whitman. I mean, that was funny because I can't stand yodeling country music either, and it kind of makes my head want to explode. But the fact that there was no establishment of that going on, and the way that they implemented it, where all of a sudden the army in Las Vegas knew about it, and the, uh, yeah. the army in Washington D.C. knew about it, in like <laughs> it's the just, well, they well, they they their, their just everybody knew about it. They their giant ass uh, <laughs> cellular phone to let everybody know. Oh, and not only that, but the the alien ships apparently have radios that were blasting at right. too.
1: That's what I was saying. Like the radio waves just penetrate the ships apparently, and just have those radio waves themselves were able to like right. make their heads. It was right. just silly. Yeah, it was silly. The only saving uh, grace of all of that is that Horseface's Face's character died. <laughs> and speaking of, let me let me explain something to you. That dog that she had? Oh, my God. That dog would have died a long time ago. I, I, look, that's the, that made me very happy in my soul, knowing that that dog had perished at some point in the last, I don't know, 25 years.
2: So I, I want to say that I read that that dog was actually Lisa Marie's
1: dog. I am very sad now that that dog passed away. I'd like to extend my condolences.
3: You're only sad because that dog probably <laughs> watched her take
1: baths every day. I'm very. I, and you I wish I you were that dog. My condolences to Lisa Marie. Oh, oh yeah, 100. Uh, uh, percent I'm sorry that that dog. Call me. Call me. We'll we'll do a three-way. Call people a three-way call what? with with Helena Bonham Carter. You two can bury the hatchet, or whatever else may come up. Okay, oh so
3: when you when you were saying you do a three-way, you. You segued from talking about the dog and Lisa
1: Marie and said, let's do a three way call a three way call so that they can bury the hatchet. I'm very I I, I want these two to be Uh, friends now.
2: uh, I did like the way the movie looked for the most part, minus the special effects. So I think Tim Burton is is really good at visuals. Uh, one of the one of the things that I really enjoyed and it was it was very subtle and nuanced. But when the army was fighting the Martian invasion, the flashes of green on the army guys made it look like they were like little army figures like you used to play with the little plastic army figures. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Um, I thought that was a great visual. I thought the color palette was, was great. It's not your typical Martian invasion color palette where it's all dingy grays and, and browns. Uh, it's very bright and it popped, but I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's kind of what Tim Burton does. He's, he's very good at, at visual palettes.
1: Why is he not relevant anymore? Um, I mean, he's had some stuff come out recently. Uh, well, what stuff has he had come out that his people have been like, oh, this is great in the last 10 years? Um, I don't know. Let me check. <laughs> ah, last, research on last, the fly. Research on the, the last fly.
2: Last 10 years. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, he
3: did. He redid uh, Dumbo.
1: Yeah, oh, that's nobody. right. Nobody.
3: Uh, nobody. My and, wife watched that, but. Frank and Weenie.
2: No. Big Eyes, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Alice in Wonderland. Nope.
1: Nope um I don't th- like I I do like his style like Tim Burton uh there's a couple of things from him that I really like this movie's one of them uh I really like the uh, uh Batman uh the the first one that he did with Michael Keaton I thought that vision was spot on you didn't like uh, the, the second night- one no not at all uh thanks for bringing that up though now I'm sad uh the uh, uh what was the other one that he oh nightmare uh, before Christmas well, Not he like just that. produced that. He didn't. He didn't direct that. That was oh, just. I still, I still like. He was involved. Oh, how he paid for it. Whatever. Corpse Bride.
2: So, yeah, the Corpse that? Bride was like good.
1: That yeah, that was good. So there's some things that I like from him, including this movie. But like in the last 10, 15 years, I can't think of anything that he's done besides Helena Bottom Carter that I really <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> <God. laughs> wow. <laughs> I went a long way for that. Yeah, that was a yeah. long walk, but I think <laughs> it was, was worth it. <laughs> wow! I live for those moments where Jason just laughs uncontrollably. Like he's like, "Fuck, he got me." Like, those are the moments. <laughs> That's what I live for.
2: Sitting here sure. just minding my own business, and he always there. And I, the the music was great in this movie, but it was a Danny Elfman uh, score, so
3: it's oh, going to yeah, be yeah. good. It
2: it was a lot of uh, Men in Black. Uh,
3: uh notes in it even though men in black hadn't come out yet
1: you know there's a finite number of notes in music right there's a yes. yeah there's a finite yes. number
2: of of notes in music but there's a um, billion ways or more to
3: no i don't disagree i'm to. just yeah. saying
1: i no, i don't disagree but for rob to say there were some there were some men in black notes in there Of
3: no course there i were. mean and i'm talking about in terms of it made me feel like i was watching men in black why would it, it make you very, feel like you're? this movie is nothing ver- like Men in Black? Or listening, I'm sorry, listening to Men in Black, the soundtrack. Were you resting was,
1: your eyes while you were watching
3: this movie? I man? was, yes. I was just resting my eyes. <laughs> Ladies,
2: you're both pretty. <laughs> now, uh, again, I thought there were way too many fucking actors in this movie. Way too many non-related to the main plot lines, subplot lines that that detracted from the movie. Um, I think they blew their load in the first third of the movie and, and it just drug after that uh, I didn't blow my load till later
3: on when Lisa Marie showed up oh god
1: <laughs> The walk she did was fantastic and yeah. then like that catch up where she like bends over and like scurries we are all <laughs> yeah. hunched over yeah know. that was great
2: I mean yeah there were clever moments in this movie um, do I recommend this movie? I do yes you do yeah, yes, you uh, do, do. You do, you do recommend it. If you haven't seen it, you should watch it. I mean, if if there's nothing else to watch, and nah, yeah, yeah.
1: So the or the with-
2: if you if you have some brownies or gummy bears that you want to <laughs> chew on beforehand, and then watch this movie, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: So the scene where uh, right after Pam Greer finds her boys and yanks them into the bus, and then she scolds them, and everyone's clapping. As she's pulling away, the, the very next scene is the limo that pulls up
0: and yep, it's Martin yep. Short.
1: Right. So before the limo pulls up as the bus moves, I, I, this is what I'm sitting there with my wife we're watching the movie and I go horse. And she goes, what? I go horse. She goes, where? Cause at this point <laughs> you can't see the horse in the shot. And, I'm like, and then, and then like you see the limo pull up and the three horse, I go there. She's like, how did I go? I have Hordar. <laughs> What do you want from me? Like I immediately saw three street walkers. Like <laughs> I was tuned in ladies of the night. That's right. I, I knew it. I knew it. Cause he could spot them from a mile away. Well, I think, I, think I, I just said that. I think I, I think his own. said that. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to disagree. Yeah.
2: All right. Final thoughts, gentlemen.
1: Yeah. Watch this movie. I don't care if you're stoned. I, I don't care did. if you're sto- sober. Just watch. I think it's a fun movie. I think it's a good movie. If you haven't seen it, Watch it; uh, it's a great parody of 1950 stuff. I think it also is a great parody for big blockbuster movies. Uh, yeah, watch this movie. I
2: I give it a pass unless you got nothing else to do.
1: I mean, it's, it's okay if it's on if it's wait, on wait, TV wait, 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 wait. and Metropolis. And Metropolis. Would you, make, would, would you make people watch that? Would you? Is that a is that a watch it or miss it? I think that's kind of a depends. Are you,
2: no, no, no. no. Listen, if you are somebody who enjoys watching historical films to see where a lot of modern techniques and a lot of uh, modern ideas came from and, and want to hear or want to know about the hit, what don't, the fuck are you don't, doing?
3: Don't mind me. I'm
2: just eating my fudge around. <laughs> my <of> right. <laughs> That's
1: awesome.
2: Yes, watch Metropolis if you're interested in historic films. If don't not, watch Metropolis. You can, you not can, Mars Attacks. No, I would say watch Metropolis if you're interested in historic films. Skip it if you're not. Watch Mars Attacks if it's on TV and there's nothing else to watch. Skip it if not. We had an we had an option to skip Metropolis. No, you don't have an option to skip shit.
1: <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, you should probably maybe skip the next fudge round.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was only one bite. Oh. Your pancreas. God. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, James, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Is Mars Attacks this uh parody of nineteen fifties movies that was actually inspired by a Topps trading card collection? More <laughs> sci fi than eleven twenty two sixty three?
1: Eleven twenty two sixty three has a closet. That's it. There are no trading cards. There are no there are no aliens. There are no horse faces on dog bodies. There's no Pierce Brosnan bodiless. Uh yeah. Like Mars attacks, more sci-fi than eleven twenty two sixty three. It's not even a question. Rob, you got a haiku for us this week? Yes, I do. Can you do it with a mouthful of fudge round, please? Not today.
3: Um, This one is titled Peaceful Martians.
2: (laughs) 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 That sounds like too many syllables. I'm going to count those. (laughs) No, I have it. I have it. I wrote it out.
1: I kept doing that during the movie and laughing, and my wife's like, that's the funniest part. It's just watching your dumb ass <laughs> and, like, do that and laugh. She's like, this movie's not funny. I'm like,
2: bah, bah. Oh, that's fucking funny. Who's got awards? Oh, <laughs> uh, I do. Yep, yep. All right, Rob, who's got your
1: black lung?
3: Uh, I gave it to James Bond for smoking a pipe.
1: Okay. James? Yeah, James Bond gets mine as well for smoking a filthy, dirty uh, pipe, yeah. <laughs> right. I would have thought you would have tried to find something else
3: just because it was a smoke, filthy, dirty pipe. Uh, yeah, it was it's, the most obvious.
2: It's three for three. He's He had that pipe in his mouth constantly until he had his head removed, so.
1: James, who's I got, got your head lush? He didn't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my head lush is going to Jack Nicholson uh, because he drank his two characters in this movie.
2: Oh yeah, you're right. He did. Rob? Yeah, I gave it to the Vegas president for always having a glass in his hand. Okay. Uh so mine's gonna go to uh the wannabe casino magnate because yeah, he was he was the one that I visibly noticed drinking in this movie. So he always seemed to have some kind of liquor in his hand. James, who has your player award?
1: Um my player award. <laughs> uh my, my player award is gonna go to Martin Short. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, look, I he he skips the middle, like he skips all the games. He skips the the full like just the the trying to find somebody and have a relationship. He pays for sex. At a boy Martin Short. There you go. Rob? Yeah. Martin Short
2: for picking up the space <laughs> hooker. <laughs> um yeah. Well actually I think mine's gonna go to uh to Jim Brown. Uh, because even divorced, he seemed to uh, have Pam Greer and well, Pam Greer had him wrapped around her finger too. So uh,
1: I think, yeah, uh, I think he was trying to reconcile. I think he, uh, I think oh, he, what a mistake, what? what a mistake, what, what an absolute rookie mistake by Jim Brown. Let me explain something. How's that? It's Pam Greer. I, I get that. It's Pam. Greer. Very hot. Pam. Call me. We'll, we'll have four way. Hall oh, <laughs> oh with Helena Bonham Carter and Lisa Marie. Uh, look, it's that's all time rookie mistake. Because did you see Cleopatra? Yeah, where the fuck did she turn up? I mean, she just oh, suddenly appeared and her was boob part job of the was finished. She was able to come back to work at, at the at the casino. Look, look, I don't know who that actress is. I didn't care to look it up because I knew uh, I was doing this show. Don't know. You need to call me. Like, seriously, I know it's been, what, 25 years since this movie came out. I don't care. Oh, you were so hot in this movie. Oh, call me. Yeah, I'm kind of curious as I to who that
2: hell. is, too. Like, just have um, one call. Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Uh, Janice Rivera,
1: or Rivera. Janice Rivera. Yeah. Janice, call me. Call me. Like, that's a rookie mistake on Jim Brown's part. Like, why are you trying to get back to, to D.C.? To, to sleep with a bus driver. I'll a very hot and sexy bus driver, Miss Miss Greer. And you were, oh, oh, yeah, Pam, call me. But, I mean, just stay in Vegas. Cleopatra's where it's at. Like, that's the new hotness. Okay, did you say Janice?
3: Yeah, Janice Rivera. You think it's Janice and not Janice? I don't know.
1: Maybe Janice, but... Wait, wait, how, how do you spell it, Rob? J-A-N-I-C-E. Yeah, that's Janice, unless she's going to be pretentious, like a pretentious Hollywood starlet, and pronounce it Janine. Well, she was born in Puerto Rico, so like, do you do you call people who have two A's in Aaron A, a. Ron? No,
2: he, yes, he does. He does.
1: <laughs> but there is a, a, a. a. slight pronunciation
2: difference a, between English and and Spanish.
1: Were you a uh, Were you a uh, uh, a high school teacher at, at a <laughs>
2: A, he also
3: he also <laughs> calls Matt Damon <laughs> Matt. Did,
1: you two are so shaughnessy. <laughs>
3: Rob, who's got your purple hippo? O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> uh my purple hippo was gonna go to the Martians for listening to the twenties music or the fifties music, whatever you want to call it. But it was the fifties you know, music. Like right that, before that would
1: be the factual.
3: Yeah, yeah. Thing right you'd call before it. his yeah.
2: head blows up, yeah. Well, I mean he could have recorded it at one year old. He had it's, the voice of an angel. Oh my God. James, who's got your <laughs> purple hippo?
1: Rob, for being a Slim Whitman fan, apparently. Uh, no, mine's going to go to a uh, uh, horse face dog body. I mean, that's like when your horse face gets fucking in, like just surgically attached to a dog body, like, that's going to fuck you up. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to give mine
2: to it's going to be a double. Purple hippo. I'm going to give mine to uh, Pierce Brosnan and uh, horse Sarah face. Jessica Parker's characters. Horse yeah, face. For, why, for being why? abducted and beheaded. Horse both. face.
1: Horse face. I don't know. It's I think so Tori Spelling to has say. more
2: of a horse face than Sarah Jessica who Parker. Does? But I think uh, I think that's kind Wait, of rude to call him Tory horse filling. face. Uh, she's,
1: look, Sarah, she's still a handsome woman. And so is Tori Spelling. Or at least she was. I'll tell you when Tori Spelling was the hottest was, was when she guest starred on Saved by the Bell. After that, it just kind of all went downhill. Yeah, I don't remember that. I didn't she watch was, uh, much uh, Saved S- by the Bell. Yeah, that's not shocking. She was Screech's uh, boyfriend, which, by the way, R.I.P. Screech. Oh, yeah. Dustin Diamond died not too long yeah. ago. Yeah. Yeah. But she was Screech's girlfriend.
2: Good to know. And that your been your uh, Saved by the Bell trivia for this episode. <laughs>
1: Well, everybody, everybody needs a little save by the Bell and a Tiffany Amber Theason. Oh, Tiffany.
2: Call me, baby. This has got to be a new record. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a lot of paperwork going to be happening after this fucking oh, episode. My,
3: my hand's cramping and it's not for the good <laughs> reasons. <laughs> well,
1: mine's going to be cramping as soon as we get off this call for all these pictures you posted, right? Oh, Thank my you.
2: God. All right. So next week. We're going to go Patreon's choice. We're going to start Patreon's choice, and then we're going to do a host choice after that. What? We're doing Patreon's choice? What? Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Who... Who's getting the first uh, go around? Well, the first one to reply, uh, whenever we put out the call for a patron's choice, was uh, <laughs> Star Lord oh7 So, oh, next week yes. we will be reviewing the movie where a brood of fire breathing dragons emerges from the earth God and begins setting it. everything ablaze, establishing dominance over the planet. It stars Matthew McConaughey, Christian Bale, Isabella Scorupco. Scorupco, yeah, good job. That name. We're, we're and Gerard Butler, it, it's 2002's Reign of Fire. <laughs> could, could,
1: could Gerard Butler was in this. Yeah, or or wow. as Jason pronounces it, Gerard. Gerard. Gerald. Janice. Janice. A a a Ron. <laughs> <sighs> By the way, fuck you, Star Lord. This movie blows. God Whatever. You are all excited about it. I was not all excited about this That's movie. I challenge you, you, you to go back and look. D- this movie, you're like, this all movie. right, I'm on board. I am not on board. No, that was Jason oh. who was on board with this. this no, movie no, blows. You're, you're on board. I'm not. Hey, hey. Fun fact.
3: This happens in a dystopian post-apocalyptic. It's
1: still setting. more sci-fi than Mad Max.
2: It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. That's all a that matters. taste for you. Now. That's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is "Welcome Home" by Cambo. Pod crawl music is "Snack Mix" by Machette. If you yeah. like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. Stop that. <laughs> on Twitter at oh. Status yeah. Podcast, or you can email us <laughs> at smokinganddrinkinginspace at Outlook.com. <I> <laughs> Natalie If you'd like to them throw them a few nickels our way, <laughs> you can become a Patreon <laughs> supporter a by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. <laughs> oh, ready, my lady. And make sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great a shows a and cloak. other creative works at creativebrainking.com for this week. I'm Jason. Uh, two out of three branches ain't that bad. I'm <laughs> Janice. Janice. <laughs> we'll talk to you Call next week. It's 1996 as Mars' attacks. Let's try that again. <laughs> Mor- Mor- Morris's Mar- is- Mars? the fuck was that? Uh, it's 1990. Mar- 1990- is- <laughs> that's going in the
3: bloopers. Mars's yeah, is. Mars be- Mar- yeah, is. is, 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 is.